This is Tuesday, March 8th. John Bunyan, the Puritan writer, wrote an entire book on the 17th century to digest the passage we're looking at this week. In that book, he challenges every notion that once we have come to Jesus, once the Father has given us into the hands of Jesus, that he might ever cast us away. Now, of course, whenever there is a contract, it's wise to go looking for loopholes. Can't we wander too far away from Jesus? Can't we fall into the depths of sin and lose his love? Can't we lose everything by doubting or giving up our faith? Here's a brief excerpt from Bunyan's book. But I am a great sinner, you say. I will in no wise cast out, says Christ. But I am an old sinner, you say. I will in no wise cast out, says Christ. But I am a hard-hearted sinner, you say. I will in no wise cast out, says Christ. But I am a backsliding sinner, you say. I will in no wise cast out, says Christ. But I have served Satan all my days, you say. I will in no wise cast out, says Christ. But I have sinned against light, you say. I will in no wise cast out. But I have sinned against mercy, you say. I will in no wise cast out, says Christ. But I have no good thing to bring with me, you say. I will in no wise cast out, says Christ. Yes, he seems to take every objection head on. There aren't any exceptions. No, not one. Here's our text for today, John 6, verse 35 to 40. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life, and whoever comes to me shall not hunger. Whoever believes in me shall not thirst. But I said to you, you have seen me, and yet do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should not lose any of all he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life. And I will raise him up on the last day. Now, the context of these words of Jesus makes what Jesus says here even more powerful. After Jesus fed the multitude, they began following him as if looking for handouts. They asked Jesus what they needed to do to do the works of God. And Jesus told them all they needed to do was believe in him. That is the work that the Father desired. Then they wanted additional proof that they should believe in him. At that time, Jesus explained that the Lord would provide bread from heaven like the manna that he had given his people when they were in the wilderness. This bread would be the source of life for the world. At that, the people told Jesus they wanted this bread. And it was then that Jesus told the people that he himself is the bread of life, the one they have been waiting for. But they were reluctant. So Jesus spoke of his relationship to the Father. 
And that was the catching point for them. They'd been taught about God all their lives, and they just could not make the connection between Jesus and God. Why not? Well, the mission of the religious leaders seemed to be to make life with God as difficult as possible. There was a seemingly endless list of duties. It had to be performed to be right with God. This is what they called the works of God. It cannot be that the works of God would be as easy as Jesus said, that all we must do is believe in the one the Lord sent, believe in Jesus. Could it be that simple? But that's what Jesus said. Now we hear this principle repeated in our gentle and lowly study. Jesus invites us to come to him. We are told to believe in him, to rest in him, to look to him. Our life is to be found in Jesus. Now Jesus explains that truth by using the metaphor of bread. For them, bread meant daily sustenance, daily survival. It was the most basic food for them. And this is why Jesus taught us, along with his disciples, to pray, Give us this day our daily bread. It's a prayer for basic provision. The wording of the Lord's Prayer uses a word that means both daily and bread at the same time. Jesus is saying it as if in him we have our lives supported and provided for. When we come to him, he's more than our meal ticket. He's the one that sustains us and gives us all we need. This is a beautiful image to show us that life comes from feeding on Jesus. And yes, this is something we must do daily. We never move on from faith in Christ. Now, when we return to the Bunyan quote, we want to focus on clinging to Christ. But look at how Jesus clings to us. He says that once we are his, he will never let us go. He will never cast us away. Because our place with Jesus was not earned by us to begin with. Because Jesus, in himself, has opened for us a new and living way. It, it cannot be lost by us. He will never cast us out. When we realize this, we see why coming to Jesus opens for us the possibility of true rest. We don't need to be anxious about our future. We do not need to be afraid that we will fall away. We don't need to wonder whether we will have God's love. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we think our place with you depends on us and what we have done. Remind us today that when we receive you, your love is free and full in Jesus. We thank you and we pray in his name. Amen.